Hello and welcome to the Ohio Bubble. I'm Nick. I'm Katie. And I'm Brandon. Wait, Wait what? what? Yeah, um, I, I exist. I'm not from Ohio, but I'm visiting Ohio right now. And I've driven through a lot of southern Ohio where there are a lot of small towns and, uh, and some trees. We are known for trees. We used to be. The leaf peepers. What, what happened? Then the corn took over. Yeah, uh, don't, don't ask about the corn. But, or the children. Oh, now are those the children of the corn, or are they children of some other vegetable? We haven't determined that yet. Who's investigating? All right, I'm sure you're wondering at this point what happened to Kelsey. Uh, she is fine. She just wasn't able to make this episode. So we asked a friend who happens to be a talented lawyer, musician, radio host, etc., 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 to join us. Yeah, Welcome, Kelsey. Brandon. Yeah, Kelsey's oh. doing fine. Oh, excellent. Um, I'm glad the person you asked happens to be the person who uh, is talking into this podcast, because it'd be terrible if that introduction applied to someone who wasn't actually here. <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to replace you in just a few minutes. The real Brandon's on his way. Uh, well, oh, I thought well, Kelsey my was, was redubbing his, uh, his lines. Oh, that'd be great. We need to get Kelsey to redub his lines a few times. Get oh, her on the phone. Actually, I would, there, there's a million people who I would love to, to get to dub Kelsey's lines. Not because I don't like her voice, but just because I would love to hear a lot of different people saying the things she says. Oh, man. Yeah. Kelsey like, has like, Can you jokes. imagine, like, Sean Connery doing Kelsey? I'm not going to do an impression. If, if that's no, what you're I'm thinking. not asking you to do an impression, but that is great. Anyway, so yes, Brendan is from... You want to say? Uh, yeah, it's, it's no secret. I'm from Seattle. I'm, I'm the Seattle Code Revisor. I manage the Seattle Municipal Code. And uh, so I know... I know where to find the normal laws. I also know where to find the weird laws. And that brings us to uh, the topic of this podcast, Weird Ohio Laws. And in case you're expecting a icebreaker, that was our icebreaker. Who is this random stranger? Who? So you are a lawyer. I, I am. Where did you go to school? Uh, Alabama. Where not, if you don't mind me asking. The University of Alabama. Oh, the University of Alabama. In, okay. in, in Tuscaloosa. I commuted so much from Montgomery to Tuscaloosa that 82 is my least favorite number just because of how many times I was on US 82, <laughs> which has a big load of nothing. So like even when my phone is charged to 82%, I'm rooting for it to go down to 81. <laughs> or rooting, or when it's charging, you're rooting for it to go up to 83? Yeah, just really wow. anything to get it off 82 because that road is so... What are so... you going to do when you're 82? Um, age myself really hard. <laughs> just go hard. He's he's 82 but looks 83. That's what they'll say about me on the, on all the health charts. You, you need to you need to just lie about your age and be like, "Look, I think officially I'm like 82, but I'm 83." Well, it's my second 81st. So, there you go. My uh my uncle is technically my great uncle, but my uncle celebrates the anniversaries of his 29th birthday. Yep, yep. That's what you need to do. There's, that way um, you'll never hit 82. I have an aunt who's probably never turned 40, if you ask her. She's, she's managed to keep this up for, uh, well, something along 25 years now. So she's been 40 for 25 years. Well, 39. That's 39. Hmm. Th 39 for 25-ish years. Oh, she's been 39. Oh, she's never turned 40. I, I see. Yeah, yes. 39 for 25 years. Okay. Yeah, no, I guess I'm just like, yes, you age. 
happened. <laughs> Time. I think uh, we should go back to the old way of, of you, you give people more respect the older they get. That's what it should be. And I I get why it's changed. It's because the world changes, so you're actually not necessarily... You're wiser in some things, but not in all ways like you used to mm-hmm. be because your information is older, which is yeah. no longer as relevant, but still, you know, you've made it this far. You deserve some respect. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll see if... Uh, We'll see if I live my life in a way that engenders respect in the remaining uh, 46 years we're talking about. Yeah, but before I hit that blasted number, but uh, yeah, I I don't know if that will happen. It's. uh, I drive over 100 miles a day on one road, so you know what? I feel you. Yeah. I drive about 100 miles a day on one road. Which Ohio road, since that's actually topically relevant to this podcast? 33. Okay. I go 33 to 274, which. Mm -hmm. If anyone is curious enough, they could probably locate where I work. I I went up uh, uh, State Highway 125 from Portsmouth to Georgetown yesterday. There is not a lot There's on there. There's nothing there. Uh, West Union is on there, a town called Lynx. How's it spelled? It's on there. Uh, like the animal, L-Y-N-X. That's cool. I like that. Uh, it's north of a town called Squirrel Town that I don't know anything about, but... Uh, <laughs> Man, this is the Southern Ohio content. We've that is all been... my. That is my. I, I live in Squirrel Town. I mean, ADD is yeah a heck of a. Thing. <laughs> no, I was, I was I was visiting a friend from uh, I knew from Alabama, but who's from this area, and so okay. he's he does the same thing I do in terms of municipal law advice, but he does it under contract for seven Ohio towns and villages. So he's based in Georgetown, but he also has West Union as one of his towns and things like that. So he does he does the small town Ohio version of what I do okay, for the city so of Seattle. We need to get his contact. Absolutely. We can his him on, and then that way he'll be the real Brandon of Ohio. Uh, and <laughs> and then he'll be the real lawyer of Kelsey. Is that the real it, lawyer? It, yes. Is is this the circle of podcast life? Yes, pretty okay. much. You have figured it out. If someone isn't here, they just get replaced. Wow. Is that really the way it's going to happen? No. Well, here's the thing. You're always guaranteed to be here because we're in your place. You could take my computer. I really don't want to. It's an apple. (laughs) Oh. Oh, I I feel like I've stepped into a hornet's nest here in Ohio. Okay, Uh. hold on. To be fair, to be fair, this is mine. This is mine. And what is it? Mm. It's an apple. But it's an iPad. But... We use it at church, and it connects to the soundboard, so I can. Mess. I, I just got it on a pad. Oh, so it's not yours. No, no, no. This is mine. I actually bought it. I have two, so I could connect up. The idea was because we were in one place for a long time, and I'm like, you know what I need is more screens. So I went out and bought an. I bought two iPads so I could connect up and have four different screens to control everything, because it was so small. It's only a. It's it's only a 16 fader board. And I'm like, I need my third, I need 32. I need at least 32 faders. So I was, that's what I was going to do. And I was going to set it up. It's going to be glorious. Literally, the, I go out and I buy these on a Saturday. That Sunday, I'm told this is our second to last week in that center before we move to our newly refurbished worship center. Um, yeah. I was, I'm like, I survived that long. And I finally broke down and bought it. But by then, I'm like, I'm not giving them back. I, I, I'll use it for church. I know I'll use it for church. Yeah. And so my sister, I'm like, hey, you want a free iPad? <laughs> That's kind of how I said it. I said, but I do need to use it when I go to church. And she goes, okay, not a problem. Well, now it's just 
she has it because I haven't used it in so long. It technically is mine. So if I, if I texted her, if I texted her, I'd be like, hey, can I have my iPad back? She'd be like, I don't know why you need it, but yeah. <laughs> well, at least, at least that is the setup because that's usually not the setup after enough time. No, we're really good. I mean, she stole my Game Boy enough as a child <laughs> that um, I think she knows where where her technology the, the technology there, possession there's a, there's a lies. She, there's a debt she owes you. There's a life debt she owes me for not ratting her out. So I <sighs> would go. I would go, Mom. Here's the thing. It was mine. That Game Boy was mine. I bought it with my money, and she would play it all the time. And she would only play the levels she liked. So she would have me. She would come to me and go, beat this level because I want to play the next level. And you would do this for her. Sometimes I would acquiesce and be like, "Hey, you want to play? You want to play Game Boy?" And she was, "Yeah!" So I play the level she didn't like, and I, she would just play. Sometimes I would acquiesce and like just play with her, but no. I, if if she was like, "Hey, can you beat this?" If she just got brazen, look, she's sassy. You've met you've met my sister. Yes. She has sass. She's sass personified. She has sass in her veins. She's like as if. I'm just gonna ask. Who cares what the answer is? I'm just gonna ask. So. See, as as Nick and I are both only children, we have we have <laughs> uh, no concept of this. I yeah, I, not yeah at all. we have a we have a friend who's an only child, and there's a group of us. There's a and two of them are there's a brother sister pair, then my sister and I, and then there's a only child. So there's five of us total, and the only child sometimes will look at us and be like, I I get it, but I don't get it, and it's like I'm sorry, man. Yep. It's a sibling thing. <laughs> I don't understand it. I look askance at it. You used acquiesce and brazen, so I wanted to get in askance. <laughs> you're fine. I have been. Oh told man, now I'm in in word debt. No, you're not. I have been. So when I'm when I'm tired, I don't know why. Or not when I'm tired. When I like relax and I just like let my mind wander. Sometimes it is easy easier for me to reach for the five dollar word than the one dollar word. Well, there should there should be some fun words in. Uh, in our topic tonight of weird Ohio I, laws, I cannot wait because I know I know Nick has some that he's looked at. Um. Well, we both went in very different directions. I think you went in the the legitimate legal direction of actually going to the revised code. <laughs> I went for the listicles. So yeah, but between us, we'll have we'll have some uh, different things. But uh, given given that my day job involves managing the Seattle Municipal Code, one thing that you know that helps me relative to a podcast is. I know where to look for weird laws faster than some other people. Like, there, there are yeah. a couple of pockets within a code that just people don't pay a lot of attention to anymore because it's boring to repeal them. So things like, um, I mean, there are old-timey crimes. That's always a popular one. But old-timey business licenses is pretty good. Uh, if you look at a health code, it might have some weird old stuff in there. Oh, yeah. Never and, and sometimes just... Um, like the first title of anything, like of the Ohio Revised Code, I believe it's called General Provisions. That can be anything. And any and like I was I was looking through the Ohio Revised Code and I looked through like all the titles just to look through things that likely had something. Like the insurance title, nope, nothing. I know nothing's going to be there. But anything that opened up that said miscellaneous, I was like <laughs> well, Gold this, mine. Yeah. This is this is the mystery box. I want what's in the mystery box. <laughs> yeah. Because um, as, as someone who's responsible for, at least to some degree, in, for uh, codifying it, yeah, what that means pretty much is the codifiers gave up and they don't know where to put it, so they just put it in something called miscellaneous sometimes. So, yeah, that's, that's even people like me going, 
<laughs> when, when they look at a new law. So that's, that's where the fun is. You know, sometimes the older you get, the uh, more interesting it gets in that way. Okay, so, well, uh, before you guys go and spout all your legal stuff, yeah, I, I'm just going to be 100% honest here. Um, I, Brandon, I knew you were here. Nick, you, you were like, hey, let's do an episode with Brandon. I'm like, okay, is Kelsey coming? No. Okay, what are we, and then I meant to ask, what are we doing? And then I never asked And then it. I never thought to tell you and that. And so I arrived today. I'm like, yeah, what are we talking about? So we're talking about Ohio, weird Ohio laws. And I have done no research. I'm like, I'm not doing, we went out to dinner. We got tacos. I'm not doing research while eating tacos. No. So I know one Ohio, weird Ohio law off the top of my head because of a show I used to watch. Okay. Okay. You have to have a hunting license in Cleveland to capture mice. That is true. Oh, man. That is it. That's all I know. You have reached the extent and breadth of my knowledge about weird Ohio laws. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's one more than I knew. Because I, I only looked at Ohio as a state and then Columbus Colum- as a city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but where, where we're recording and the entire state. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, there is a sister city podcast called the Cleveland Bubble. That, that, that will tackle this. Well, Maybe Cleveland, alternate versions of well, it. Cleveland isn't a sister city Well, I've got city to some, some city laws, so... All right, so hit us with your best shots of laws, and I will, I will live react to them like some YouTuber. I mean, that's that's exactly what. <laughs> that's I, exactly what's gonna happen. That's exactly what I was thinking. So read me a law, Brandon. Give me a law to judge. Okay, so this, this is one of my favorite ones, and um, Columbus does what some some places do, and I I don't like this as a codifier and as. As a person trying to think of the of the public's needs and looking up the laws, okay. but it um, it lists anything that used to have a uh, chapter number or section number but is repealed. It just puts repealed in parenthetic, in parentheses. So, so it's like section nine dot thirteen parenthesis repealed, or does it well, just it, say it'll, it'll list the subject repealed. and then oh, repealed? Oh, okay. So that that was fertile ground for me looking at these things because I just found weird names of things that have been repealed. Let's hear it. And one of my favorites was uh, in the Columbus, Ohio Code of Ordinances, Chapter 511. This, this, is, this is in the uh, Business Regulation and Licensing Code. So this is one of the old licenses old that the Columbus okay. had. And it was on uh, it was business licenses for astrologers. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's, here's the text, the old text that got repealed, I think, in 2003. For astrologers or astronomers? Astrologers. Okay, I just want to make sure we <laughs> got it. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, 511.01 and 511.02 were on the books until like somewhere in the 2000s. There, there are some sections that were oh, repealed in 1976. Okay, semi recently repealed law. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. yeah we're in this millennium. In this millennium, what? Yeah. Give it to me. Okay, so oh, 511.01 is astrologer defined because you got to figure out who to give these licenses to if you're going to have a license. Fine. <laughs> okay. Okay, I can buy it. Yeah. Yeah, and this is just one sentence. It's a long. It's a legal sentence, but it's a sentence. Well, yeah, it's a legal sentence, so it's going to be like. Five sentences ran together. Gotcha. I, I, I try to make things get drafted better than that in my job, but I can't guarantee success. Okay, so Appreciate astrologer it. defined. Any person who can accurately compute and set up a map commonly called a horoscope of the zodiacal, zodiacal and planetary positions for any specific moment and place according to the rules of astrology and who can explain and interpret such map according to commonly accepted astrological principles such as may be found in standard textbooks on the subject 
shall be deemed an astrologer, that's in air quotes, within the meaning of this chapter. 511.02, license required. No person shall follow the profession of an astrologer within the city unless such person shall first have been duly licensed by the city for <laughs> such purpose. Okay, can, can we go back, though? Yes. You have to be accurate. Yeah, that's... Well, accurate of the positions in the sky, I think, yeah, is accurately what that computing But, yeah, when I heard the word accurate, I was like, whoa. Accurately... No, 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 keep going. Accurately computing. And set up a map, commonly called a horoscope, of the zodiacal okay, and yeah, planetary so positions. Okay, yeah, so set up an accurate horoscope? Yeah. Yeah. How do you set up an accurate horoscope? It's a map of the stars. It's not... It's not the actual words like you're gonna have a great yeah, day today. No. Or no. Don't buy a lot. Although of it tickets. sounded like that. That's what it sounds like. It, okay. it absolutely sounds like. It was like, like okay, so so they're just trying to say so no astronomer astrologers. I did it too. Yeah. No astrologers in Columbus, but we don't want to say that because we don't want to offend the astrologers. I don't think. Okay, so I, I don't on. think that's a consideration. Well, thing, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, astronomers. Any astronomer worth their salt could put together. The map of the stars yes. in a hundred years. How, how, however, so it, any astronomer can try to predict your future without a license. But it, no, they'd have to have a license. They would have to have a license. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I would say though that it's not asking for just the planetary positions for any specific moment and place. It says a, the zodiacal and planetary positions. So I would argue that an astronomer is only fifty percent qualified. Is underqualified. To, to be an well, astrologer. Isn't but, the, but the, the zodiac is part of the stars. Yeah, it's, like, it's just where the stars are. So, mm -hmm. But it did say to to follow the generally accepted practices of astrology. Uh, First of all, I don't yeah. accept those practices. So. Yeah, commonly oh, no. accepted astrological principles, such as may be found in standard textbooks on the subject. And that's my favorite, that there <laughs> are textbooks. There's, there's such an educational formality to what they're talking about that uh, so what I you're enjoy saying everything is, about this definition. Is, Are there so, universities that teach astrology? Astronomy? Yes. Well, yeah. I've, I've taken but I feel like there might be some, some weird universities out there that... At, at, the, at the same time, think about the slogans they get. Your future is bright, and we definitely know that. <laughs> so, you know, stuff, stuff like that. You can, you can get into some amazing things. But, I just, um, yeah, no, that... Either you need to let anyone become an astrologer, or no one becomes an astrologer. Well, here's here's the here's the fun part about that. Um, the, they got rid of the license fee in 2003, but the actual requirement for the, the license fee? it's probably like thirty dollars. Oh, okay, okay. Whatever standard business licenses it, it cost in old timey days, because I'm sure they didn't update the fee because no one was uh, applying for it. But <laughs> okay. astrologers were supposed to have a license until 2014. Ordinance 189. From 2014 in, in Columbus, but the explanation is my is my favorite bit because it is so. I, I work with enough business license stuff for Seattle that I know the kind of person who had to put together this part of the law as they repealed old business licenses. Here is the official explanation of the law: It was determined that license officers are not skilled to determine who is qualified to be an astrologer. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just love that because I I imagine it's it's a bunch of bureaucrats. <laughs> uh, we probably live pretty straightforward lives. Yep. Just going around and going, well, Vern, do you know anything about this? He's like, nope. All right, Clem, what about you? Nope. Marjorie? How, how you feeling, Marjorie? You know anything about this uh, uh, Zodiac stuff? Nope. All right, might as well repeal it. <laughs> like, That's, I mean, 
Wait, so is there now no longer an astrologer's license in Columbus? Yes, it was repealed eight years ago. So <laughs> if you want to run an astrology studio or astrology business, what type, how would, what, what's the credentials you would get? Well, I, I think it's that the uh, city of Columbus is ready to let astrologers run anarchically rampant as a business. Uh, should, I know our next business they, idea. Should, uh, should that become a thing? Perhaps if they become an unruly mob of predictors, then they'll try licensing them again. On, on, anyway, that, on that on that note, note have you ever, what's the next okay. law? What's the next law? Uh, Nick, do you, do you want to share okay, one? Okay, yeah, I'll get, I get one from the, uh, the listicle world, which what I is, hate that word. What is listicle? It's an article slash list. It's what BuzzFeed specializes in, or in this case, only in your state. And uh, for, for, all the, for all the listeners, wherever they may be at home... We have one in Rwanda, supposedly. I, I, I think I've it's heard a VPN. about this. Yeah. I think it's a VP. We think it's a VP. Yeah. I, I mean, I can believe that. But um, just note for everyone, Nick has seen my list of laws, but I haven't seen Nick's list of laws. So oh. When, so and I have Nick's seen laws, nobody's I'm, laws. Right. So when Nick reads a law, I, I am to the... To the uh, listenership, what Katie is to the listenership. I am everything to the. I <laughs> no, I'm not everything to the listenership. I'm the least favorite. You're of the whole show. No, it's a joke. In North Canton, my mom's hometown, you can't roller skate if you don't notify the police. Oh. Okay, sir, where did that come from? Oh goodness. Well, I'm, I'm trying to come up like with how an would, story. How would that have come up? Well, these are the listicles, so I don't have the, the history of that, but we can speculate. Um, yes, I, I just want to speculate. So here's my immediate thought, is that it was Derby Gang's gone wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's not a bad theory Actually, these things go. the only roller derby person I know... Is your mom? No. Oh. Um, so excited for she's, she's from North Canton also. So... I'm okay. Going, I'm going to... I'm going to guess that it's something like, uh, you know how you need like a street use permit for parades and stuff like that, and the police just kind of need to know for, for just crowd control and stuff like that? I'm wondering mm. if way back in the day, roller skating was such a weird use of the right-of-way yeah, that, that you have to like call them just to say, hey, this weird, this weird uh, means of transportation is going to be coming down the street. Where were roller skates invented? I don't think they were here, were they? I, right, I doubt at, it. I doubt it, but I feel like that's something that's been around since like the wheel. Yeah, no, it hasn't been around since the wheel. It would, it would have to be at least two seconds after the wheel. <laughs> Just sort Let's of. Let's put this on our feet and see what happens. Um, by the way, if any anyone who says roll, ice skating is easier than rollerblading has no idea what they're talking about, because one happens on ice. They're completely different. I, I had a friend in college who was an ice skating instructor and couldn't roller skate. I can roller skate and I can't no, no, ice roller skate. Blade. Sorry, roller blade. Oh, yeah, they're, they are different. I know they are different. I'm just saying yeah. roller no, blade I'm agreeing is a with whole you. lot easier. Yeah. I, they they uh, both look impossibly hard to me, a very clumsy person with a no spatial awareness. I barely, yeah, know, I, I barely know where I am now. The only way I know I'm in Ohio is because I'm on a podcast that's about Ohio. That's what, <laughs> that's what keeps me grounded is like, in life, is being on podcasts with states in the name. So that <laughs> this I, so I feels know where like I am. something where, you know, if it's happened to you twice, you have two nickels, which is not a lot of money, but it's still a random coincidence. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then uh, fr frankly, Katie, I don't give a dime. So, um, <laughs> you know. 
That, that's just this is how that goes. Look, I appreciate pun you, count Brandon. number three. Is it just number three? For for the taping, I think. Oh, okay. Definitely not for for Total. our conversation, but for, oh no, con- what did um, con- contest? For it, the- that's unfortunate that you can't like put a number up because we're doing this audio only. Ding, ding. Uh, contest for the listeners. If you hear any puns that you think are intended but we didn't catch, please send them in to the Ohio Bubble Podcast, seven eight hundred Beverly Boulevard, Los Angeles, Ohio nine double zero three six. I just borrowed the Prices Right address and put in Ohio. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Although, we do have an email address. Oh, do we? What is it? I say oh, we. Yeah. <laughs> you set it up. I did, didn't I? The Ohio, the Ohio Bubble, Bubble Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. So, so, you- so please flood the inbox with uh, this contest, and the winner will win winnings. Of something. You will win something. You, you will win the, the... A lock of Brandon's hair. That, that'll be pretty hard to do. He's going to be in Seattle in a week. That's fine. The mail exists. <laughs> the mail exists. You, you you will win, if not our undying respect, our dying respect. So yeah, uh, that, that's, know, that is an accurate statement. That's an accurate statement. It's temporal, but it's more than you got right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The roller skate was invented in 1760 in Belgium, according to Wikipedia. That makes sense. Okay. So yeah, I, I think it is like a crowd control thing. Also, probably, probably just for cars, like. Yeah. If you're not used to there being people doing this vaguely dangerous thing in the road with you, I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to discover what roller skating was while driving a car and somebody coming at me. Okay, but can I just throw out the theory again of rogue derby gangs? I I really like it. I don't think my theory is, is truly at odds with yours, because if a number of people applied at the same time... Then it would get into crowd control right away. It really you sort of would thinks. get into a crowd control issue. That it's like, oh, there's too many people roller skating right now, so we can't have this happening. Let's y'all go to a park and duke it out over there. And then roller derby was invented in North Canton. That's how it happened. All right. Um, All right. What's what's your next law, Brandon? Th- this is another repealed one, and it lasted about six months. This, this is this is why it was um, repealed and then reinstated. No, it um. This, this is one reason why I don't like repealed stuff being on the books. This is for all you codification nerds out there. Um, of which the intersecting Venn diagram is probably one and it's you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got but I wormed my way onto this podcast. That's true. To uh, get, a, get a soapbox for all my views. Yeah, I kind of thought this... our first special guest would actually be from Ohio. <laughs> hey, our first guest. We guys, we got our first guest. I just realized that. 43 minutes into recording, we figured this out. Yeah, and we didn't so even have to buy another microphone. Did we have to buy another microphone? And Kelsey's going to be in this episode because she's in the end all the time. She is in the end. She's also in... No, she's not in the beginning. Yeah, she's in the end, and... I, I should get, like, sound bites of just, like, Kelsey's standard put-downs for things and just, just feed them <laughs> okay, in Okay, hold on. My favorite Kelsey's look. Look. But you gotta do the hand gesture oh, at the man. same time. Yeah. Look. Look. <laughs> I can't. I can't get the pitch right, but I'm kind of getting the hand gesture. Accurate. You got the hand gesture. Look, look. It's if you're if you're listening to this podcast and do a great Kelsey impression, send it into the Ohio Bubble Podcast, podcast at, at gmail Yeah. Yes. And the winner will win winnings. Um. So this one. I mean, he keeps signing us up for contests that we don't. We're not like. That's the fun of being a guest. I can set up a bunch of contests and then leave. Uh, we didn't tell you what you'd win. 
Well, right. we actually did, and a lock of Brandon's it hair. debated with. He's it, gonna go uh, bald. I, I thankfully didn't inherit that male pattern. It's uh, it's satisfying. Well, yeah, it'll grow back. Oh, that's true. So, all right, what's next? Th this only lasted for a few months in 1963. So the law was was passed put, passed, passed and struck down in 1963. Gotcha. This, yeah, this all happened within a year, but 59 years later, if you look through Columbus laws, you still see that it's there. So that's why I don't like that system because it, it really means all your embarrassing moments are just <laughs> caught on, on camera forever and you should get some rid of some of I'm them. I'm sorry, you're saying worst is instead of best. You, you know, you're, this you're is, saying best wrong. This is in the eye this is in the eye of the beholder. But when I saw chapter five thirty six Have you ever met a beholder? Do you really want to get into that eye? That's a fair point. I used to work for Wizards of the Coast and they make Wait, no. dragons. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've named uh, some Magic the Gathering cards and, and stuff like that. I used to be a columnist and all that sort of Brandon, stuff. Brandon? Katie? You and me, we, we gotta talk, bud. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm running my own game. Yeah. And it's not, I'm doing Pathfinder, though. Okay, yeah. Because we gotta talk about D&D &D and why they love their magic so much. Because I, I want to run an ultra-low magic system. I'm, I'm feeling you. Yeah. And that's not possible with D&D &D 5e. My... My D&D knowledge is pretty low, but I did work for the company, so, uh, you know, oh, fun so fact to tell you friends. Oh, so you're not the one to talk to. No, I'm, I'm not. I could probably figure out who is, though. Um, I worked there in 2014. It doesn't matter. I'm running Pathfinder anyway. We're, like, four levels in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is all, this is going to be out way after, but we're playing tomorrow. And if they all pass tomorrow... Oh, they get to move on to the next grade and have graduation photos in the yearbook and everything, of course. <laughs> so, anyway. Ch chapter 536 uh, was called... Number was called Communist Made Goods. And so I kind of record scratched my own life and went, what was this talking about? Communist, I'm assuming it's gonna be in a, wait, what, what year? Uh, 1963. So, so this is, is it, after McCarthy. After McCarthy, but would it be in response to like importing goods from China? Cuba, uh, Cuba maybe. Cuba. C cigars. Um, um, well. Any of the Asian countries that, w dabbled in communism it, it wasn't really it was mostly as far as as far as i could tell from the research and the two court cases striking it down uh it was about books and literature and propaganda news sellers and things oh. of this nature that's what it was mostly aimed at it really it was it was about th these various booksellers but it was a fee and a tax on anyone selling goods from communist countries so, made in China, you get the tax. So there were two court cases, both in 1963, that struck it down for multiple reasons. And one of these is a normal reason you might get in city law sometimes, and the other is completely not. One was that the state preempted any taxes on retail booksellers. And this was mm -hmm. one, so that just had to go immediately. So the, state, okay, yeah. the state said cities can't pass a law on this, and Columbus went ahead and did it. But you can't tax books? You couldn't tax retail booksellers for any reason, said Ohio in 1963. Wow. When did that law not, 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 not apply anymore? Because like I got no idea. I got I, I got a bone to pick. Because now books are taxed, and I'm not happy. Well, the books are taxed, but the bookseller is not taxed. Maybe. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really uh, sure. This, this was in the business license. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. So, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So it, it might it might have been. I, I didn't look that far. I don't think I could find the actual text. But the the other reason it was struck down was because it regulated foreign commerce 
So it violated the U.S. Constitution because it interfered with the U.S. government's ability <laughs> to regulate goods from other countries, which is like one I of the mean, reasons you set up a big government wow. is to deal with other nations. And uh, Columbus, Ohio was interfering with the federal government's courts. <laughs> that's um, so awesome. But uh, yeah, that's the story of uh, Columbus's uh, dabbling in in foreign affairs. So yeah, that would that's one of my favorite ones. But se- seriously, Columbus, you don't really need to tell people fifty nine years later you had a law about communist goods. <laughs> that that's just sort of saying um, we were stupid once. Uh, I mean, well, keeps time. him humble. Well, if you say, as as resident of Columbus, that your elected leaders are kept humble by this one spot in the code that you <laughs> didn't know about... This is not what they were kept humble. This is not keeping them humble. You've yeah. got a point. I'm, I'm going to guess there were other causes. Anyway, <laughs> Nick, hit us up with another law. Fairview Park, Ohio. I don't know where that is. I've um, heard of it. I'm learning so There's much. a law against honking your horn excessively, in quotes, here. So, of course, the, the, the question as uh, posed by only in your state, what is excessively? That has been, that has been a legal issue over, over many years. Um, I'm going to guess that they would have applied the same standards, which are not very good standards and generally are placed in a lot of places, as you would use for dog barking. For, uh, <laughs> for a, a lot of old... Older dog bark laws will say something excessively, and they'll say something that something along the lines of that disturbs the quiet and repose or the peace and quiet of the neighborhood. Yeah. And so that oh, raises so, another question of who the neighborhood is. Well, it's the people who it's live the whole there. subdivision. Yeah. I would assume, which means if your dog only annoys a few people in the neighborhood, it's not bad enough. Well, see, this, this was the issue, and so I was taught when I got into the municipal advice business to advise towns to replace that with a standard something along the lines of it's this many decibels as measured from X feet away, because that's something police can sit in a car mm. and do. Um, I thought so, it was beeps per minute. <laughs> well, you know, that is kind of the other standard in the dog bark world mm-hmm. is... It'll be something like continuously for X minutes or intermittently for a longer period of Mm. minutes. Something that kind of adds up to the same amount. Okay, but to be fair, if you have a day that, like, you have UPS and FedEx and USPS and Amazon and DHL all showing up to your door along with, you know, you have some random people walking by, that could be considered excessive if the dog's barking at every single one of those. Yeah. But that's just the dog reacting to the natural stimuli outside the, outside the window. Well, and that's yes. just a random day where all that happened to coincide into one delivery schedule. Oh, yeah. So no, it's, I, I feel it, like they This is be, why we need people to do your job. So it's, okay, yes. <laughs> yes. I Not understand. the only reason, oh, mind okay, you. Okay, okay, perfect example. There was, uh, when my sister and I used to live around here. We lived in a, uh, an apartment, and so we were on the top floor and down a diagonal across on the bottom floor, an older lady with her little puntable dog. It was a little, it was a little mm-hmm. puntable. Yeah. I don't know what kind. It was a little puntable, but his name was Cujo, and <laughs> which was the funniest name for this little dog. But every time someone, he was always at the window. He liked watching the cars go by. 
But every time someone slammed their door too loud, and too loud was up to him, yep. um, he would bark. Mm. Well, if you get people who don't know that, so you get a lot of visitors, they're slamming their door. So we learned to close our door softly, yep. not to bother Cujo. And then as we walk up, Cujo like recognizes us, and we're like, hey, buddy, you being a good boy. Like We can talk to him, and we right. see him in the window, and it's fine. But you get a lot of visitors, and... Um, he he's barking his head off. What's what is too now? Granted, at night it wouldn't have bothered anybody because the dog's asleep. Yeah. So it's like during the day. Is there a point at which okay, you need to let a dog be a dog and bark at things out the window? Well, I I, I think the general answer to that is, by the time you call the cops to enforce it, if the dog's quiet, the cops are going to say Evs and, <laughs> and just move on because they need. Like, they can take statements about about how the dog is, but at that point, they're probably not going to pursue it unless corroborated or there are multiple reports or something like that. And there's nothing important going on. Also yeah, that. So realistically, for any of those things, it's going to be after some, it's gonna have to be something where you think this is going to last long enough for the cops to, be, to show up and the barking is still happening. And, and a gotcha. t- typical delivery schedule is just not going to do that. That yeah. said, these laws often create uh, the opportunity for someone with a vindictive streak to go ham on calling the cops, but that's its own issue. Yeah. And not you want to foreclose as many opportunities as possible for that sort of thing, but that's, that's part of just the enforceable standard that can be heard from a distance. It, it at least gives the cops a very specific thing to do with their equipment instead of figure out what the neighborhood is, what excessive is. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, that's a, that's a problem that inheres with just a lot of, like, 1970s approaches when really there were fewer concepts of what the neighborhood was. As just, like, living styles have diversified, that mm. language makes less and less sense. Like the old requirements um, in, in many places that uh, anyone who's applying to be a taxi driver uh, in a town needed to own property within the city. They're, they're, getting, <laughs> they're getting at that they shouldn't be transitory uh-huh. people because they're yeah. worried about kidnapping and stuff like that. <clears> that <throat> only makes sense, yeah. Right. It makes sense in what they were trying to do, but as apartment uh, living became more and more of a thing and there are apartment people who aren't transitory, it's just kind of discriminatory after enough time that, like, what does it matter to be a homeowner to be a taxi driver? Like, it, it made more sense 40 to 50 years ago than now. And th- concepts of, like, the peace and quiet of the neighborhood probably made more sense then, even though it's still not good legal drafting. It was just probably a lot clearer what that meant mm-hmm. because more people lived that way. That's, uh, that's yeah. how that stuff goes. So don't honk your horn in Fairview Park. Gotcha. E- excessively. Excessively. Yes. And, uh, you know, at that point, you know, I've... I've honked my horn five times. I've forgotten whether there's a sixth. Do you, do you, do you feel like it's going to be excessive? I, I don't know. I don't know, but it's worth it. I mean, whatever the size of Fairview Park is, it might be that the street's nearly not long enough to honk excessively. <laughs> Maybe. Without, with, like, a real effort. Look, man, the where I work is there were two traffic lights, and one was owned by the company I work for, so one is officially owned by the town. <laughs> And they just installed a second, tra- a third oh. traffic light. It's the second one, my company. Whoa. So two of the three traffic lights are owned by my company. This, 
this exurb is sprawling way too fast, Katie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know that I can keep up with the speed of growth. I know. What? I, I... Think of the children, Katie. I'm, I try because I have to go through the school zone every single time I'd leave town. Well, speaking of children, yes. I, I set up that segue kind you of. You did. It was a beautiful segue. The, Normally, um, I just, I'm a segue person, but I'm really glad I have someone else to pass the baton to today. Yeah. I am not, man, I am just like spacing out over here. Oh, you know. I I'm, love it. I'm, I'm a natural uh, batonist or, or botanist. I, they're, they're really close. Section. Ding. Hmm? Ding. Yes. Ding. Yes, absolutely. Uh, th- this is a law in the books. It's not that the subject is weird. It's that the examples they use, you're going to be like, why did they choose these examples? And it's, it's one of those laws that comes up in the news every once and again. Uh, it's uh, section 2319.32. Oh, I've heard about that one. Oh, you have? I'm joking. Oh, well. You, I had you going, though. You, you, you legitimately could have when, when you understand the type of thing it is. Okay, let's hear it. Um, it prohibits kids younger than eight from selling anything. So this is the kind of thing oh. that, you, that you hear when, like, little Annie down the street is selling lemonade to cops, and then, the co- and then like, the code enforcers say, you actually can't do that. So you see that in the news sometimes. The, so they're the fun runers. Gotcha. This yeah. law was the fun runer law. Gotcha. But, but the thing is, like, whenever you hear that, whenever you, like, know of it in American lore... The one that always comes up is lemonade, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, what's the example? It's, it's they always get. lemonade. It's never anything else. Both of you know that. Uh, Everybody I in mean, the world I knows could, that. I could argue that it would be like a lemonade and cookie stand. Okay. Yes, lemonade and cookies. The three, the three illustrative <laughs> examples were, well, well, and are because this is law in the books. Newspapers, literature, and gum. Newspapers make sense because they had the, the news. Uh, right, it makes sense in like the 1930s. Yeah, you don't have too many. Um, it doesn't make sense now. <laughs> True. Especially, it's, it's, like one, it's like a child labor law that you can't have an eight-year-old be a newsie. Right. And you can't have an eight-year-old. But selling gum, that was a, like a uh, legitimate way for kids to make money. They would like buy gum and then resell it. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that, that mm-hmm. was a thing. Yeah. But it is so not a Excuse thing now that Excuse me, that is still a thing in schools. Oh, yeah, okay. Schools, you have gum, you you can ask for any favor. You want that shiny new eraser? Give you it for a stick of gum. So what oh, you're saying you is that. school is prison for young people. School, no, school <laughs> is the exemption for child labor laws. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. But I, I, I looked at that and what was, was like... What was the third example? What was the middle example? Literature. The mind yeah. wanders. Yeah. yeah. I don't get that one. I mean, I'm guessing... Pamphlets? Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of, like a pamphlet. Like... I, I mean, I mean, maybe. I, I, I just don't like know. Like, it's, it's a, discouraging cults? But what kid is selling cult material? That, I don't want to know that. Right, you tip... Oh, well, true, true. You, oh, you do give it away, so nor- yeah. Nor- you normally, you know, to quote... Uh, I've never been asked to buy... A right, yeah. <laughs> to, 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 quote, to quote the uh, stereotypical used car seller, we can't give these things away. And that's, uh, you know, that's cult literature as well. Especially, oh, but I guess you kidding? probably... I love collecting that and laughing at it. I point and laugh. Yes. No, but you don't, you don't buy it off a seven and a half year old. Because it's <laughs> illegal, Katie. Don't buy your cult literature from a seven year old. I wonder... Okay. Hold Make on. them give it to you for I free. Wonder. Or buy it from an eight year old. That's acceptable, and only that's acceptable. I wonder 
The actual section is called Allowing a Miner to Sell Goods. Uh, but of course, you read that and you assume it's like all miners or something like that. Uh, okay, here's, here's the um, full, full thing. Okay. Um, it's no parent, guardian, or other person having custody or control of any child under the age of eight years shall knowingly cause, induce, permit, or allow all that redundancy that doesn't really matter in laws. Uh, allow such child to sell, barter, or exchange. Oh, barter or exchange. Uh, what? Oh, our, our, our gum, our, under, yeah. our underground gum ring at school is totally illegal? I love it. Uh, newspapers, literature, gum, or other wares and merchandise on any of the streets or in any public place, whoever violates the section is guilty of allowing a minor to sell goods a misdemeanor of the third degree. Hold on. The parents have to knowingly allow their kid to do it, though, right? They have to not do anything to stop it. Knowingly cause, induce, permit, or allow. So if my parents gave me a pack of gum, that thing, I, I asked for a pack of gum, and I'm like, hey, mom, can I have that pack of gum? Yeah, sure, sweetie. And they give it to me, and she doesn't know that I'm going off and trading it to my friends. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, well, the key that's is, fine, but how do you use that defense? I didn't know my kid was bartering their... It's like, it's school. How did you not know they were <laughs> Some people live under a rock. Well, is school really a public place? I mean, it's public school, mm -hmm. but... In, in, in the meaning of this, probably, huh. because it's not like in some Because it's home. not in the... Okay. A seven-year-old seven would be allowed to host a Tupperware party. That, that would be okay, because that's <laughs> not in a public place. That's usually in someone's home. Or a seven-year-old would be allowed to sell Mary Kay consulting goods or, or Avon. <laughs> okay, hold on, though. So how do you get these, like, child entrepreneurs, like Moe's Bows, who was making bow ties at, like, five years old? Uh-huh, yeah. He's not in Ohio. I, that's part of it. Well, yeah, th this is a Columbus-only law. This is a Columbus-only law. So I can't think of any childhood... Childhood. I can't think of any child entrepreneur. So we're good. Never mind. But maybe maybe he was starting to grow up in Columbus, and they said, this is no place for for a kid this entrepreneurial. <laughs> we we got to get his we butt gotta out get of there. We got to get him out. He's, he's, he's got a future from now till he's the like, age of eight, and we've got to foster it. He's like 18 now or something. He's adorable. Well, now, now he can move back and conquer Columbus. But, for, <laughs> but until age eight, yeah, he had to do that elsewhere. But he could make... Unless, unless he sold out of his home? That's what, I think that's what it was. But yeah, anyway, um, this is a plug for Moe's Bows. Y'all need to go look at it because it's adorable. Well, this, this is fantastic. Maybe, maybe they'll sponsor the show. Today if you're Moe's Bows and you want to sponsor <laughs> the show, please send an email to the Ohio Bubble Podcast at gmail.com. That's G-M-A-I-L, all one word, period, C-O-M. I like how that's what you chose to spell. Well, no, it's, well, it's like um, PBS when the internet was was getting yeah. getting into things. Yep. They would spell every last thing out. So HTTP colon that. forward slash forward slash. That that's what I was drawing on. I was no, drawing on I that okay. PBS energy. I gotcha. This is way off topic, but I have to bring it up since it's relevant to a previous conversation. Okay, but when is what we talk about ever on topic? That's true. It's about Ohio. It is about Which Ohio. It's about topic. Um. You do you re do you remember the WOSU Ohio. music? Yeah, it is. Where they did like scenes of Ohio. Actually, it was like pictures of Ohio, and they did this like really cool flamenco guitar. Gonna be honest, Nick. I never really watched. I, I watched Sesame. Street. I was a Sesame uh, Street kid. Past that, I never really got into PBS or WOSU because I was not someone who enjoyed watching this old house. Oh, that's so fair. Oh, my goodness. Dear that's goodness. That's pretty much all that was on whenever I was around. I'm so sorry. And, yeah. 
I used to think it was all one house they were building. Oh, well, yeah, it, it's that would one. make it better. It's, it's this one. It's not this other old house. It's this, it's this old, old house. house. That, right? That makes, that makes total yeah, sense to I, me. I totally well, get your I did space. believe Look, that too, actually. Rome wasn't built in the day. It wasn't. A mid-century modern house could take a while to build. You're... You're not wrong, Katie. I don't I know if you've you, ever been wrong in your life, but you yes, certainly weren't I have. wrong with that. I, I have been wrong many a time in my life. But there is a moment in the newsroom that talks about this, and that is playing in my head right now. But anyway, who's next? Uh, Nick, is it Nick will have something, yeah. Okay. It's against the law in Toledo to throw a snake at another person. I okay. mean, that's just common sense. Well, but it, it's very specific. I mean, the, the, the thing with some laws is some people, partic- particularly in kind of mid-sized towns and smaller, I'm surprised it rose to the occasion in Toledo, but sometimes you need to tell certain people in a very explicit way or it just kind of falls through the cracks of, of, certain, of certain laws. And so this just, was something that had to have happened multiple times. I, I assume it did. <laughs> that, there, that there was someone going around and they just needed to stop them. But the real question is, was it one someone just tossing snakes at people, like a Batman villain? Or, I'm thinking like 1960s Adam West Batman villain. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Current Dark Knight yeah. Batman villain isn't, he's not fun. Sure. Adam West, Adam West Batman villain. I mean, it absolutely could be someone like that. I'm... I'm imagining something a bit more benign, so, so sorry to... No, 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 you're fine. But I'm thinking of someone who, like, was a snake charmer magician sort of person, always on the streets of Toledo, and, like, the, the climax of this person's act was to throw snakes into the audience, <laughs> and just, like, indiscriminately at, at all of the uh, men, women, and children who were assembled. Who were... And then they scream and run away in bloody terror. Yeah, like the, the usual very stereotypical snake charmer music is on. Yeah. It's just it's just doing its thing and then he like takes the pot of a pot of snake and just lobs pot of snake at, at everyone. And uh, yeah, that's that's my best guess, but I like the, the Batman villain one uh, way better. My or... theory was it was some sort of political protest where they threw it at a politician to protest something. They, they were protesting uh, any medical service that had a snake on a pole. Maybe. Or it, because, you know, you're called a snake when you're, like, being underhanded. Yeah. Yeah. If someone's being underhanded, if the politician was being underhanded, you know, multiple people could have thrown a snake at them. Oh. So or, it was the other way. It was, like, defensive was, elected politicians. Yeah. yeah. Or it was people, people were elected, and it was an awful time. People were throwing rubber snakes, but then they're like, that's not enough. We need to throw real snakes. <laughs> and here's the thing. I, there are not many, there, there, are, there are creatures I don't like, but I do like snakes. And that terrifies me that these poor snakes were treated horrifically yeah, it, and thrown at it people. Yeah, it seems awful for the snake. Yeah, that this poor snake, I don't like it. And I don't like that he, that this poor snake was treated this way or snakes were treated this way. If you have to be thrown though, to make a statement that you are such a snake, we have to throw a literal <laughs> snake at you. I do appreciate that imagery. <laughs> yeah, no, all, all the imagery we've been talking about is phenomenal. I, I appreciate I mean, it all involves flying snakes, so. Which do exist. Well, maybe that's what they're throwing. Maybe the snake's fine. <gasps> maybe the snake is a flying snake, and it's just a big misunderstanding. Maybe, maybe this is what snakes on a plane comes from, this law. Maybe. 
I'm going to put that maybe as not very good chance. Well, um, I appreciated that law, Nick. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was that was a good one for throwing snakes around. Yeah, well, we'll keep Let's that one. Let's not throw snakes. Un- unless that seems like common knowledge. <laughs> H- however, what would you feel like if uh, if throwing snakes were an Olympic event? No, oh, it'd still be cruel to the snake. It's cruel to the snake. Okay, what if, what if they call it humane snake throwing? Uh, how are you going to make throwing an animal that has a delicate bone structure and could die upon impact humane? Well, I'm not the Olympic Committee, but the Olympic Committee is part of general Ohio laws. See, I, I was trying to oh. set up a segue the whole time. Gotcha. Are you about I, to give us a law about Ohio, Ohio yes, and I've, the Olympics? Yes, I've, I've, I've jumped to Ohio laws. Uh, let's, this, let's hear it. This is section 9.46. It was passed in 1976. Um, I'll just read the first sentence because that pretty much tells you everything else. Let's hear it. The state and any political subdivisions, so counties and cities, towns, villages, mm-hmm. whatever you got, mm-hmm. okay. shall grant employees leave from employment to participate in Olympic competitions sanctioned by the United States Olympic Committee. So, yeah, if you've got any... Uh, government employees that are also going to be in the Olympics, they get paid time off for the duration that they're in the Olympics. The, the employees shall not be paid for any day spent in Olympic competition for which he would not ordinarily receive pay as part of his regular employment. So, I so guess like Saturdays, Saturdays and, and Sundays? Yeah. The Director of Administrative Services shall implement this act by adopting appropriate rules. Now, this is in 1976, and I, I checked um, neither Olympics were in Ohio. So it's not like they're they, so it's not talking about like participating administratively, like we're getting ribbons together, we're lighting flames. It's not anything like that. They were um, the Summer Olympics was in Montreal and the Winter Olympics was in Innsbruck. So both in different countries. It seems like this was aimed at like two people as a state law. I how just how many government employees are also training for the Olympics? I've not met any yet. Me. <laughs> well, I mean. Ohio is a pretty Olympic state. We had Jesse it Owens. Yeah, we've had um, a lot of people. Oh, yeah. There were, we, uh, yeah. There were multiple people on the men's basketball team that year, and I think mm-hmm. they won gold that year. There, mm-hmm. but the, the U.S. men's basketball team won gold that year, and there were three Ohioans on the team. Wow. But yeah, that's, that's a pretty high ratio. That is a pretty yeah. high ratio of Ohioans. But I don't know. I mean, because everyone's participating is like 20 and 21. Now, admittedly, when it comes to the states with the most Olympians, it's, it's actually yours, Washington. I mean, you have a oh. whole peninsula full of them. Oh, yeah, because there, there was like some of the rowing teams and stuff like that you, that really helped out. the joke. Oh, yep, the Olympic Peninsula. <laughs> I love the Olympic Peninsula. I just didn't put two and two together. <laughs> the Olympic Peninsula is great, everyone. you got a Pacific beach next to multiple temperate rainforests. Uh Next to just some great waterfalls. And it's also where all the Twilight locations are from, if you care about that. So, I was just about to uh, ask, <laughs> you ever been to Forks? Um, you yes. have to go through Forks. It's like the town with the gas station and the store as you go halfway in the peninsula between Port Angeles and, like, Aberdeen. Um, the yeah, forks... And you get the feeling when you're there that if you ask about Twilight, people will be really annoyed with you. No, no, not, they're really not. Not, not anymore. It's become a, a, a Twilight tourist trap. Hmm. Yeah, because there's no other revenue oh, well, in the town. Not when I was there. Oh, not not when not I was Not that there I the asked, time. but it, there was like a vibe of these people want nothing to do with it. Yeah, and then it made the town money, and I think they changed their <laughs> tune. Yeah, it's amazing how that happens. But uh, yeah, we went to Forks the first time in 2014, and 
we were getting some lunch because that's the place to get lunch is the grocery store in, in There's Forks. There's one place, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we went for their spring rolls. Okay, spring rolls sounds nice. They were really egg rolls, so that was weird enough. But the, yeah, but the real thing was that they had corn in them. You know, th- that's that, what makes it spring. It's a surprise. Oh, like spring a trap roll. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm back in. That that feels good. But uh, no, not not the uh, Olympic Peninsula in Washington. But it's great, and I always have to be the tourist board for it. It's it's fantastic. But uh, yeah, like I just cannot imagine this applied to that many people. But maybe there was just someone prominent. I couldn't find anyone that this applied to, but it had to apply to someone. Like 1976 well, maybe, is the year that you passed that. Maybe. When did it pass? Seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah. So maybe in seventy five, there were a lot of people that really wanted to go and were qualified to go to the Olympics. Yeah, maybe. But they couldn't because they were government employees and they couldn't lose their their time off. So they had to create a law. But by the time it got around, they're like, "I'm sorry, it's been like four years. I'm not in that. Like, I do that, but it's not like competitively anymore because I have a life now and." I have, I got married, I have kids. Yeah, like, it, it just clearly applies to someone, but I I'm wondering is, did it apply to one person, 20 people? I, I feel like this was just something that was on people's minds, uh, because oh, this, this was the American Bicentennial this year, Yeah. and the Olympics are happening, and the American basketball, the American women's basketball team is doing phenomenally well, and there are three of them from Ohio. It's just on people's minds that this should be a thing. Yeah, it, yeah, it might not have applied to anyone. You're, you're right. But it's fun to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it just struck me as so weird, a section called U.S. Olympic Participation Leave. <laughs> but it's, it, I mean, it's only to government employees. Just, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, is, it is genuinely possible that this law has applied to literally no one. <laughs> In, in 46 years, but you know, look. So if, are if, we going for 47 or is it gonna break? Well, I think in 2023, we're gonna be safe on this. Because, okay. I mean, it's, it says to participate in Olympic competitions sanctioned by the United States Olympic Committee. I don't know enough about Olympic Committee stuff. I had assumed trials are, in, are part of that, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you have, to, you have to try out for the Olympics and then you they, get in. They should just have the, the government employee Olympics. I, I like that about the Olympics. Nick, you got one for us? Um, yes. In Lima, Ohio. Ooh, that's near where I am. Yes, it is. It's illegal to sell a map that doesn't have Lima clearly printed on it. Oh, that's amazing. So wait, what about globes? It, it doesn't say globes here. But is a globe a map? A globe is not a map. A map is projected. So a globe probably gotcha. wouldn't have to, but a world map, according to this, would have to, would have have li- to have Lima on it. <gasps> wow. That's amazing. So what if it's a map of, like, Europe? How would it have to have <laughs> Oh, like one where it's not normally eligible to put Lima on the map. Yeah, yeah that... Like, I mean, I, like, I, you remember those maps from, like, middle school? Where it's yeah. like, it's just Europe blown yeah. up, or Africa blown up, or whatever. So you could see, like, the countries a lot closer. I, I, I think in those situations... They need one of those old-timey wooden signs with a finger pointing <laughs> to Lima off the yes. map. Yes. And then the n- a number of miles. That's how you yeah. do that. That's how you do that. All you, right. You slap, you slap a wooden finger-pointy sticker on I it. I love it. Yeah. Because I if nothing it. else, you get I'm a wooden... I'm wondering if this is just the phrasing of this, this particular article here. 
where it's like, well, actually any map of Ohio or maybe even any map of the United States that doesn't have Lima, you can't sell, but... but At the same time, like, I, I cannot imagine that anyone's gotten, like, I an won- investigative bus stop yeah, over Yeah, I mean, I, I'm wondering if that has to do with, like, fake cartographers at some point. Like the copyright trap sort of stuff? Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, you're going to put Lima on any map of Ohio. Like, I didn't know it was pronounced that way and not like the you... bean, but I know it exists. <laughs> a lima bean. You Sometimes, actually wouldn't some, necessarily like lima, put Peru. it on. Yeah. Well, Lima, Peru is a different country. Well, well, it's, it's, it's I used to city. think it was Lima, Peru, because I heard of the Ohio first. Mm. Yeah, lima you, bean. You, see, you see the problem. Yeah. I say Lima bean, Lima, Ohio, and Lima, Peru. Yes, that's correct that's, on all three well, counts. Well, thank you. I appreciate um, it. <laughs> I learned my grammar myself because no one taught me. Wow. You're, no, you're just joking. a self-taught pronouncer of, of Lima, jo- Ohio. Yeah, I'm joking. My, but my, no, but my, I, I never really learned English in school because, see, my sister never learned math because they were constantly teaching her new math and was like, well, you should have learned this last year, so we're going to learn this new concept. So she never learned math. I never learned English because I never understood it. So rather than decide to learn English, I just read the entire time. I'm like, it's good enough. And then my teachers were like, well, she's reading, so it works. <laughs> so I never learned English. I never learned like this proper syntax. Like I cannot diagram a sentence, which I know is is a useless skill, but it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it's it's not, it is a useful skill, but it's a very random skill. I, I hated doing it. It's, it's, it was probably useful for my for the job I have now. Yeah. But I also hate it. There's there's a there's a push. You need to learn to diagram a sentence if you want to be me with my background as no, opposed I to my want, job with a different background. I want to be able to diagram a sentence to say I can diagram a sentence after not having been able to do it for however many years. <laughs> after do you want me to teach you? People have, many people have tried and failed, but yeah, you're more than welcome to try. After the show, let's increase your hobbies. You know, you don't want to do that. I just... You, you... I can't... Do you need me to list my hobbies? No, it's Alphabetical just, or chronological it's just order? It's learning to diagram a sentence as, as an adult is just such a bleak weekend, or bleak end to me, that, uh... I, I, I have I can't, an amazing weekend lined up. So tomorrow, um, I'm... I'm I, Diagramming I will sentences? Go home. No, I will go home <laughs> at a reasonable time tonight because I am tired. But I'm going to sleep in a bit... And then I have game day. It yep. has to start at 1 because someone's leaving at 5. And then, so that means that people will probably will either go out to dinner or will just come back to our place. And I'll do that. And then Sunday I'm on broadcast. So I'm, I, so there's like broadcast board and it's not as like, it's important but it's not as important. Yeah. So... I mean, that's kind of a nice little relaxing thing for me to do. And then I go home and I take my Sunday afternoon nap, which is the best time. And it's pretty awesome. I, I wake up and Lisa's gone at her Bible study. My sister's gone at her Bible yep, study. Yep. And um, then that's when I get to watch uh, The Adventures of Lois and Clark. The Adventures of Lois and Clark. Look. <laughs> what young What dude. a flashback. Um, speak. Speaking of things that also exist, if that was... Anyway, that was a good segue. Fine. Yes, yes. Some, some this is why you should not catch me at this time of night. This was the only time of night I could catch you at. I know, that's true. When, 
what that 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 reminds me. Um, uh, my my friend in Georgetown, Ohio, I was visiting this week, told me that because um that's where uh, President Grant uh, gr- grew up and was was born and all that. There are so many historic markers in that town that Georgetown became a super Pokemon Go hotspot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, and so he just saw these crowds of of youths gathered around the courthouse <laughs> and other buildings. They oh, come in no. from Cincinnati. Oh no, because the they, youths. Because they had heard that uh, Georgetown and also Ripley were uh, that makes sense. ginormous Pokemon Go hotspots. Uh. So, uh, so to all, all you listening out there who want to know how to revive the economy of your small town with history... Dump a bunch of markers around, and it's a Pokemon Go hotspot. So that's a <laughs> there you go. That's just some advice I learned this week. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, figure out some of the best remaining ones here. I'm going to go with uh, section 111.13. It's called "Officers Must Answer Questions" in the chapter about the Secretary of State. Uh, each state, county, or other officer under the laws of the state shall answer fully, promptly, and without compensation such special and general questions for securing statistical information as the Secretary of State may propose. So the Secretary of State's like just gathering demographic data. Government employees have to answer it. And this is the law from at least earlier than 1953 when it seems the Ohio Revised Code was put together. Okay. If any officer refuses or neglects to furnish promptly full and accurate answers to any such questions... Are you ready for this hammer to be laid down? Yes. He shall forfeit not less than five, nor more than fifty dollars. <laughs> I mean, granted, I would hate to lose forty-five dollars over that. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, uh, oh, to be recovered by civil action in the name of the state. So this has to be like a full-blown lawsuit that uh, Jim Jim Bob <laughs> didn't didn't answer my census question. So hail him into court. Let's let's get that money out of them. Is there a way to uh, to go through that trial for less than the amount of money that you'd make? No, <laughs> unless no. you're your own lawyer. E- even then, the court costs. Never mind. Right. That that's the thing. Like someone has to, you know, the state has to bring the civil action. In, yeah. in order to recover it. When directed by the Secretary of State, says the last sentence of this, the prosecuting attorney of the proper county shall institute and prosecute such action and pay the amount collected into the county treasury. So yeah, you have to get the prosecutor's office involved to say, hey, you didn't fill out this survey. Pay up 5 to $50. Like, this is the kind of thing you get on a Monopoly chance card or community chest. You... You failed to answer the Secretary of State's survey. Pay $45 to each other player. Like, that that's the level we're talking about. Yeah, but that's... Yeah. I, I mean, the, yeah. the smile on your face is that of quirky charm. It is. It's pretty quirky and it's kind of charming because I'm not... I don't work in the government, so... I'm fine. But it's like, it's not even just, um, you know, refuses or neglects to furnish promptly... Full and accurate answers. Does it define promptly? No. So you're fine. <laughs> I mean, this is like excessive that would honking be, of horn. That would mm-hmm. be my legal defense. Promptly? I'm sorry. I was gone for the week. Like, I was not here, so I got it to them the next week. That's as prompt as I could do it. Yeah. I mean, maybe that flies. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you have to pay the 5 to $50. <laughs> I mean, 
what judge, because the judge is, you know, essentially has sentencing discretion here, only on the civil side. Yeah. So the judge is going to have latitude, or maybe the prosecuting attorney recommends a fine within this range. I really want, has <laughs> anyone ever been, been fined over this? I mean, I'm going to severely doubt it. Like with the Olympic Committee, <laughs> things might not have served anyone. I'm with Nick that it probably didn't serve anyone. Uh, but it's, you know, the prosecuting attorney is going to give a range of 5 to 50. Oh, man, what are you in for? I, <laughs> he's, he's, he, he can ask 5 to 50. Oh, man, that's so long. No, it's dollars. <laughs> oh, what? Why are you even going through with this? Just answer the, answer the stupid question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, that's been on the books for coming up on it 70 years at least. And that's why the fine amounts haven't been updated. And so it's always uh, fun to find stuff. That like is that. fun. I like that. Well, especially since it was called Officers Must Answer Questions. I mean, it's in the Secretary of State's chapter, but that sounds like that could be police officers must answer questions. Yeah. Like if, they're being, if there's like police misconduct or something like that. Nope. It's, it's a survey questions. Okay. What you got, All right. Nick? So I'm moving on to Casper Law, which is a law firm in the Cincinnati area. Okay. They've got a list of 10 laws. I'm not going to go through all of them that are really strange in Ohio. They also have several for Kentucky and Indiana because it is a tri-state area. In Bay Village, Ohio, I sounded like a uh, flight attendant there. Or yeah, the pilot. Did. That yeah, was kind of weird. Yeah, you sound something there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bay Village, Ohio, you can't walk a cow down Lake Road. Now, I have a feeling that Daniel Johnston what? will be very disappointed to hear this, or would have been very disappointed to hear this. Oh, you, dear. You can't lock a cow? You can't walk a cow. Walk a cow, that makes sense. I don't think you can lock a cow on any street. That's what I was thinking. I'm, like, I'm, I'm hearing you wrong, but I don't know what you're you, you can't walk your cow down Lake Road, specifically Lake Road. They've probably had problems with that before. I so they have said, a theory Stop. about this, actually. Ooh, let's hear it. I think it's a lake pollution situation that you don't want manure in the lake. Oh. Because, like, they, they commented that's so specific, and it's like, okay, there's got to be a reason that it's this road. Well, it's the road on the lake. You would assume. So. Well, you'd think so. <laughs> So maybe if, it's a heavily populated area. Maybe you're riding the cow. Yeah, that would be allowed. Because you're walking it down the road. You're you're riding it, but you're walking it down the road. Are you walking it? It's walking you down the road. It's walking under its own power down the road. You just happen to be on it. I, I, so I think we found the loophole there. I just really hope it's called the Got Beef Not With Me Act. <laughs> but, uh, ding pun. That, that's how Sorry. that works, but, uh. You know, I can just hope. Well, speaking of animals, this isn't yes. this isn't necessarily a weird law as such. But did you know that for various uh, purposes in Chapter Nine Thirty Five of the Ohio Revised Code, possession of wild animals and snakes, it uh, it defines both uh, <laughs> bo- both dangerous wild animal and restricted snake. Okay. Uh, which which list do you want? Do you want to hear? Because it's a specific list of types of each. Hit me with the best one. Okay. I don't know which is best, so I'll go with the first one. Fine. Dangerous. This is um, section 935.01, subsection C, if you want to look at this. Uh, dangerous wild animal means any of the following, including hybrids unless otherwise specified. 
I'm going to try to motor clearly through this list. Hyenas, gray wolves excluding hybrids, lions, tigers, jaguars, leopards, cheetahs, lynxes, cougars, caracals, servals, bears, elephants, rhinoceroses, hippopotamuses, cape buffaloes, African wild dogs, Komodo dragons, alligators, crocodiles, caimans excluding dwarf caimans, gharials, non-human primates other than lemurs, and the non-human primates specified in C20, which is the next definition. All of the following non-human primates. Golden Lion, Blackface Lion, Golden Rump Lion, Cotton Top, Emperor, Saddleback, Black Mantle, and Jeffrey's Tamarins, Southern and Northern Night Monkeys, Dusky Titi and Mask Titi Monkeys, Miraquis, Goeldi's Monkeys, Whitefaced, Blackbearded, White Nose Bearded, and Monk Sakis, Bald and Black Uakaris, a bajillion more monkeys. Oh, wait, no, there are only three more. Black Handed, White Bellied, Brown Handed, Black Spider Monkeys, Common Woolly Monkeys, Red, Black, and Mandled Howler Monkeys. Dangerous Wild Animal does not include a, domestic a domesticated animal that is considered livestock. Wow. These are the dangerous wild animals of Ohio. <laughs> Many of which are monkeys. <laughs> Why are monkey? Because people own monkeys as pets. I suppose. The the list of snake uh, restricted snakes is not as long as I thought it was. Um, all of the following constricting snakes that are 12 feet or longer. Green anacondas, yellow anacondas, reticulated pythons, Indian pythons, Burmese pythons, North African rock pythons, South African rock pythons, amethystine pythons, and any species of uh, Attractospididae, Elapidae, Viperidae, Boomslang snakes, and Twig snakes. Why are your Boomslang on there? That's one of the most dangerous snakes in the world. I know, is this like Australian? No. No, what is that? It's African. Uh, African. I, I, I don't know any of these things, but uh, yes, those are your dangerous wild animals and restricted okay, snakes. Okay, hold on, hold on, that gray wolf. So, does it just say gray wolf or does it specify what type of wolf? It said gray wolf excluding hybrids. Yes, because the, this well, list yeah, includes so. hybrids unless it says otherwise. So, uh, you know, don't go um, hybridizing your lion and your uh, dusky TT monkey. <laughs> Just don't do it. But why? Because now, it's a dangerous wild animal, I Katie. know why this... I don't know why these specific things are listed, but I know why this law is in the books, because there was a very famous incident in Ohio, in Zanesville, Ohio, where a guy had this huge menagerie, literally, of exotic animals that he just kind of let him go. Oh, goodness. So there were, like, tigers loose in the woods of Ohio for days. Oh, that I seems bad. And that seems very bad. Yeah. And no people were hurt, but all of the animals were shot. Yep. And well, this was, like, hundreds of animals. Well, it's one of those things, too, um... I see this a lot with old-timey gambling laws. There, there are only a couple real ways you can draft those sorts of things. You can draft them very vague, which gives you a lot of chances at enforcement, but not necessarily great odds of successful enforcement. Mm -hmm. Or you can draft a really specific list like this, which means it's going to be clear when to enforce it, but you might find someone that finds an, an animal that's not on this list and, ex and uh, kind of exploits the law in kind of a loophole fashion that way. With gambling games, it's like that too, because they'll list all these like 1950s card games, and if they don't think to update it, it's just re like yeah. all these mm -hmm. card games I've never heard of, like Panguinji and these sorts of things. Or um, this is that's actually still a thing out west a little bit, but like um, punch boards and pull tabs mm -hmm. and that, that form of lottery game that. I pretty much have only seen from uh, Punch a Bunch on The Price is Right, that big board where they punch <laughs> mm -hmm. out four things. Oh, yeah. I really love The Price is Right. I could talk a long time about The Apparently, Price is Right. Apparently, it's but all this right. Is, this is not The Price is Right Bubble Podcast, but uh, if you have thoughts on The Price is Right, please send them into the Ohio Bubble Podcast at gmail.com, subject to The Price is Right, all one word. And uh, 
I'm sure Nick will ignore it. But um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to all the emails. We're not gonna respond <laughs> to this. Hey, you don't know that I won't send in emails. I mean, yes, that's true. I might be like Nick. Hey, Katie. Hey, no, I'll send them all attention, Kelsey, and she'll just be really confused. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, we won't right. tell her we did this. She'll just find out. She'll just find out. It'll I don't from think the emails. Li- I don't think she listens either. I was gonna say, I don't think she listens either. She actually has listened to most of them. Oh. We're the only podcast she has listened to, which I mean, it, may, it makes sense. It's. It's I mean, her podcast. Well, it's also the best podcast, so why would you listen to anything else? Once you've experienced I mean, this one, you just don't go to any others. I can I can name a few for you that you should listen to. Oh oh dear. Um, anyway. So we, we were talking about uh, gambling laws. Yep. There's one very important one in Bexley, Ohio, which Bexley is a well-to-do suburb of Columbus. Bexley um, is essentially take like the really, really well off and then surround it with not very good. Okay. And that's Bexley. It's against the law in Bexley to install and use slot machines in outhouses. I mean, I suppose that's like in some ways more interesting than a book you just have by the bathroom. You know, those bathroom <laughs> yeah. reader kind of joker books. I guess the slot machine's more interesting. Or but... what it probably was was, hey... You need to go to the bathroom. You gotta play the slots first, and then you. Can oh, go to the oh, that would be amazing. Oh, but it, it's not bathrooms. It's outhouses. Outhouse. It's the bathroom. I I believe a, a is, modern is, restroom. You can nothing. put slot machines in, but if it's an outhouse, you can't. Bexley, you gotta explain this to us. Like, yeah, from what you just described of Bexley, this is not an this outhouse. Friendly place. I'm like, sure it was at some point, but like the overlap between times when the technology for slot machines existed and the times when people were still using outhouses seems pretty narrow. I mean, at, at the same time, like the the house I grew up in in Pennsylvania slot. didn't have indoor plumbing until the 1950s, so they had an outhouse. There's a, there was remnants of mm-hmm. a marble path and uh, a bunch of lilacs planted around there to uh, <laughs> to be less malodorous. But uh, funny enough, uh, lilacs really do love living off of the waste. How do you know this? I know people who are very into botany and. Oh, I thought you were going to say very into outhouses. No, no. They're um, just always there, hanging out. No, it, it's just I. Um, I just know people, and I feel like that's something that they've said before. That if you have a an area that is, like. Was he acidic? I can't remember what what. Uh, oh yeah, that, lilacs, that would make sense. Yeah. Lilacs, lilacs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they produce a wonderful. The more acidic the the soil or whatever you're feeding them, the the more they bloom, the more the better fragrance they give off or something. I don't remember how we got on it. I might be wrong. I probably am wrong. See, this is how I'm wrong. I need someone to correct me on this. But here's the thing: we don't have people commenting on things. Yet. So I never know yet that, so I don't know. Watch it in like five years. Okay, so this is 2022. Watch it in like five years, someone will comment on it and finally correct me on this. And, and then I'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't remember this. Anyway. Well, you know, all those, all those lilac experts who are... Uh, yeah. I mean, hopefully they'll, they'll email the show before 
before that. But, I hope you know, so. A, a comment somewhere will at least get the word I out. I hope so. All right. So how many? Um, how many? Peop- how many things we got I, left? I, I think I think I've got one one really good one here to close really to close my segment. To close you. Okay. Go yeah, and I I don't think I have any more that are that can top the outhouse one. All right. What what do you, what are we finishing up on, Brandon? Yes. Okay. So like. As far as I could tell, 80% of this law is normal. It's the last 20% that seems unique to Ohio. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find this to be a standard part of this type of law. So this is section 2331.11, or 11 for, for differently-minded people. <laughs> um, as the following persons are privileged from arrest. The, the usual list is like... Um, elected officials when they're going to and from voting because you don't want a small town with a vendetta to just arrest them on the way so they can't vote. If you know how they're voting, they should at least get the chance to vote. Uh, electors while going to, returning from, or in attendance at elections. Judges when going to or from, they're judging. Witnesses. Okay, you, you yeah, know, that, yeah, this makes sense. That, yeah. yeah, that's, um, that's uh, A1 through A4 of the list. A5 is not usual from anything I can find. Farmers. Not, not farmers. Well, sometimes farmers. Persons who on their traditional day of worship are within going to or returning from their place of worship, are worshiping at a service, or are going to or returning from a service. So I can't... Honestly? Uh, go ahead. Go. I, I am all for two-thirds of this. Like, going to or being... Especially being at your service. Yeah. Like, that's just rude to everyone if you arrest someone in the middle of their religious service. And if you're going there, that feels legit that you would give them the chance to do that. But coming back doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's a little bit... um, To be clear, 2331.13 says that uh, this does not extend to cases of treason, felony, or breach of the peace. So you can't just get away with anything. (laughs) You can't just have a... um, uh, Mario Star the the whole time, mm-hmm. but like, doesn't it kind of incentivize, uh, just to a degree, going really far in Ohio, to to worship and back, or like taking a <laughs> circuitous route back home? Well, so wait a minute. So you mean tell me, if I'm pulled over for whatever reason, yeah, I can ignore it under this law. And say, I'm sorry, I'm going to church. Only if it's on... On the traditional day of worship, I believe. Yeah. That's, part, that's, that's where... Well, like, okay, so tomorrow I do broadcast, which is part of the service. Yeah. Yep. I am performing a service for my church. So if I get pulled over because of whatever weird reason, I, I can ignore it. I don't think tomorrow you can, because it's not the... Well... Not tomorrow, sorry. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yes. I, I think I, I yes. keep thinking today is sun, Saturday. I'm sorry. So Sunday morning, I wake up, and I do something like, I don't know. I drive. Well, it's I, something that's beneath a felony, but you can get arrested for. Oh. Um, you throw a snake. I throw a snake. <laughs> no, I would not throw a snake. I can't think of something like... It's something you can get arrested for, but not... A- you know, it's a misdemeanor in, in Columbus. I don't know if it's a sufficient misdemeanor, but you can't get arrested for some misdemeanors to let, okay. to let your seven-year-old sell literature That's or true. barter yes. literature. Okay, all right, how about this? My car is in an inoperable, is in an unsafe, operable state. Okay, okay. And I'm not wearing my, my seatbelt. <gasps> is that enough that I would get something? 
I, I, I like how we're just sort of trying to bargain up auctioneer style. <laughs> trying to bargain for... up to be like, yes, I should be arrested, but it's not a felony, so I get to go to church. Well, now, now when I'm wondering, I don't remember off the top of my head uh, what the penalty for resisting arrest is. I'm not resisting, but resisting arrest. But if resisting arrest is a misdemeanor that would in turn get you arrested... Can you do this like weird ongoing series of, I love it. Uh, of essentially you can't arrest me, I'm the gingerbread worshiper. I love it. No, no, no. So I get pulled over for some random, like my tail lights yeah. out or something, my headlights out, and they're just trying to warn me. But I don't stop because on Sunday I'm heading to yeah, church yeah, yeah. and I'm covered by law. So now I'm resisting arrest, which is not a felony, but it is an, it is an arrestable offense. So I just keep going on my merry way to church at my 50 miles an hour because that's how fast I can go. Because that's how you literally roll. That's how I roll on a spare tire. Yeah. And so I get to church and they're like, why did you not stop? Although I feel like there'd be a huge manhunt at that point. They'd be like, why are you, what are you doing? Be like, sorry, (laughs) you can't arrest me. I am heading to my place of worship on my day of worship. I'm going to my, my place of worship. You cannot stop me and bar me from entering See this section something. Yeah. It's dot eleven. I, I remember that so much. Twenty three thirty one point eleven. Twenty three thirty one. Yep. All right. I'm gonna cite that next time. And and, and here and this happens a lot on Sundays. No, it never happens. I. You know, at that point, if you if you just take a really long journey back home, you are fine for the entire day. I mean, they don't know that I don't have fifty stops to make. Right. They, they don't know. Mm-hmm. any Anything until you get home could be returning from. It doesn't say well, returning also, directly from. You also, can take the loopiest journey. Also, I have to be journey. at church at 8 a.m. Yeah, yeah. And I will probably not leave church until 2 p.m. Yeah. So are they really going to wait around that long to talk about this? Probably not. Depends on what crime you committed, as long as it's not treason or... Felony or breach of the peace, yeah. Okay, yeah. breach of the peace. I thought you said disturbing the peace, which mm. would be kind of weird to be up there with uh, treason. Yeah. yeah. Just no. really re- yelling really loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how you've planned all these things you want to do now on, I on, have, on the I, way or going back. So I actually I have a friend who's interested in also being on the podcast. He also doesn't live in Ohio. Um, well, bring him on. We already have Brandon. Yeah. He actually had a podcast idea that he's planning of breaking all of the petty, weird little laws in places and reporting on that. Oh, man. That, okay. Good. So, so he's, he's, he's doing the thing that, like, loads of people want to do yes. but aren't going to travel like to eating do. eating ice cream backwards or something. Yeah, that is a law somewhere. I think it's, in Ohio. It's, it's, it's a law somewhere. I, don't I think remember. it's an Ohio thing. I don't remember. I, well, I eating, I, eating while walking backwards. If you're eating ice cream backwards, you're vomiting. Yes, I, or, or you're sitting backwards in your chair. Which should be illegal in public places. I'm sorry, although, to be fair, children do just sometimes throw up. Well, yeah, for, for children, that's, that's, that's understandable. For a child. It's, it's, you know, you it's know. not a sympathetic case to prosecute a child. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know, those seven-and-a-half-year-olds selling newspapers and gum. Well, well I, it's the parents who get... Yeah, uh, I, oh, it's I, the parents. Parents are guardians. Well, I, I guess... I guess the question is, are they knowingly allowing them to barter or exchange vomit from backwards ice cream? Okay, 
Because um, then, then that becomes a where or good. Okay, we're just going to stop that there. <laughs> okay, okay. So, this got really these, weird. This got, are, this got a little too weird even for me. These, so. these, are, these are questions to think about on our own time. Yes, it is 11 o'clock. I yeah. am tired. I've been up since 5 a.m. Oh, wow. And I thought I slept badly last night. All right. Well, this was fun. It, it was. Thank you for having me on. It was Thank you for being on. Yeah, no, it was, it was lots of fun to learn about Ohio through the laws they probably don't enforce, but thought about once upon a time. I'm, I, Kelsey's, Kelsey's going to be upset she missed this. Yeah, well, she won't miss it. She'll listen to it. She'll listen to and it. And she's on it. She's on it, but Kelsey, will, Kelsey, we love you, and we will see you next time. I, I am an enthusiastic right listener mm-hmm. of uh, every episode. Oh, man. Oh, thanks. That's, that's sweet. It's 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 a fun time. I've I've said to Nick before that the Ohio Bubble podcast is the group of people that if I saw them talking about this random stuff at a party, I would want to go over to that corner and, and, and try and to I get my way into the conversation. Feel that way. Yes, I mean that's I drove across the country to literally do that. <laughs> so uh, I was not let down at all. This has been so wonderful. So based on what you listen to, final product versus what you experience now, uncut, unedited. I mean, I, I think we did a pretty good job at least keeping the flow going. But uh, I don't know about everything else. Mostly, uh, my own microphone control is abysmal. My apologies to Nick I've in the editing process. I've been watching this oh. compression. It's gonna be so compressed. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, it'll be okay. I know. I hear this on other podcasts I listen to. But is can, where can people find you? Oh yeah, and any anything. You've been plugging us all this time. Plug yourself. Yes. Um, well, you can look up Chapter One Point Zero Three of the Seattle Municipal Code to find out my legal powers. Uh, <laughs> Or if you're if you're more interested in other things, I do. I am a musician under the name Restless Mosaic. You can find that pretty much anywhere. I chose words that that are spellable and aren't confusable with uh, any other thing. So uh, yeah, that's the that's the main way you can find me is just Restless Mosaic on pretty much all all platforms. Uh, I put out an album on Bandcamp in March, but to the rest of the world in May, and people have been liking that. Uh, it's, pe- it's phenomenal. It really is. Nick, Nick, Nick is, a, I, is a big, big fan. I don't I say that lightly. did not know this, so this is awesome. I have not listened to it, so... It's a, it's a trip. Okay. I will look forward to it in when? Uh, it's out. Oh, it's out. Oh, I thought yep. you said... Sorry, I thought you said it wasn't it's out, out it's, until it's later. It's on most streaming sites. Okay. Uh, is it on Camp. Spotify? It is. I will look it up. Are you, on, are you on Instagram and Twitter? I'm, I'm on Twitter, also as Restless Mosaic. Uh, if you want random baseball facts from me, I have a Twitter account, Baseball Spotlight, because I wrote a baseball book a bajillion years ago. You also have this affinity for music from the 90s. I, I do. I, and you're on Reddit for it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, that is correct. Uh, I am the world's apparently only collector of uh, free music that came on... Uh, CD-ROMs that gave you music programs. Because before iTunes, like in the bit where people were doing digital music, but before internet was reliable, it was it was useful to give people songs with their library so they didn't feel like they just kind of walked into an empty library. So like Music Match Jukebox, there was one called a uh, one from a company called ValueSoft. Um, I've gotten a real player one, a, a real a real jukebox one. Okay. Th- that had that had 50 tracks on as well. The manual for that is 88 pages. Uh, no clear reason why, but they explain all the technical things about what an MP3 is and all, all this. If I took screenshots, you'd be stunned that they went into 
this level of detail. I want. I I demand screenshots now. Yeah, that that can totally happen. But uh, yeah, so I just I'm I get up to a bunch of musical things, and you can find me that way. The album I put out this year is called Made by Thawing Ice. Uh, it features some vocals that are not me. But <laughs> come the next album, Nick and I are going to. Uh, kick off the first song with some vocals. So uh, awesome. I've written like the first minute of music and I just have to figure out what the rest is like. It's that journey of a thousand <laughs> steps begins with a single note. Uh, Something like that, right? And and on maybe not that note, but maybe yeah. a different note, we'll, we'll bring this to and a, a close. on a C note rather than a B note. I don't know. <laughs> yes. I cannot carry a tune in a bucket. You don't want me to sing. Tunes aren't normally carried in buckets, thankfully. I'm even with a bucket, I cannot carry a tune. My my point is that you know, you don't normally carry sounds in buckets. You carry liquids in buckets or solids in That's buckets. That's true. I mean, I the 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 sweetest compliment I've ever been paid on on my on when I sang was that wasn't in tune. But no, no, no hang on. You weren't in any, you weren't in any recognizable key, but you were in tune with yourself. Wow. And that was the highest compliment I've ever been paid on my singing. That is, that is, uh, that is at least twenty percent profound, Katie. Yeah. All right. On that, um, you have that thing pre-recorded, uh, so Kelsey can. We, we have oh, we do. Words. Oh yes, we do. Okay. Do? Yes, right, we did. So, okay. Good. Good. I was afraid I would have to say it. Do you not remember what you have to say? No. The one thing that you're in charge of? The one thing. <laughs> the Gmail account. Oh, right. That I already talked about today. Yeah, that he's plugged a half dozen times. Yes. It's funny. I talk about our website and commenting. Kelsey talks it about our Instagram. It doesn't matter if we already taped one that we're using as the standard. I think we are. I don't remember. Okay, I'm going to try... try doing this and see if this works this time. It went horribly on the the Cedar Fair episode and I'm keeping it that way because Cedar Fair? The owner of Cedar Point in Kings Island. Yeah, gotcha. It went horribly, but I'm keeping that because it's hilariously bad. Fine, I love it. So let's see how this goes. Okay, you can find us on Instagram. I don't know our Instagram handle. Just look up the Ohio Bubble Podcast on Instagram. You'll find us. I think that actually is our handle, the Ohio Bubble Podcast. At Instagram? No, no, it's at the Ohio Bubble Podcast on, on Instagram. Instagram. Here's the thing. This is normally Kelsey's realm. Yes. And Kelsey's not here. And Brandon, you don't know our Instagram. No. So Nick and I have to cobble that together. So, so our email address, if you don't remember it from 10 minutes ago, which I don't remember it from 10 minutes ago, but it's the Ohio Bubble Podcast at gmail.com. And if also, you, want you to- can find us online just by searching for Ohio Bubble Podcast. Or you could go to You the have Ohio- to include the word podcast or you get results about bubble tea, which I don't think you want. Maybe you do. Are you just rambling now? Yes. I love it. That's or the- or I do know the URL because I'm the one who maintains the website even though there's nothing to be It maintained. is www. The Ohio Bubble Podcast. at dot podbean.com. And we're on all of the podcast platforms except for Google. And possibly Stitcher, because we have no idea if we actually went through on Stitcher. It's a surprise, y'all. So join the conversation. Tell us your crazy, your best crazy law, or the he broke one. He broke one of these crazy laws, and the consequences. Or just say hi. We're getting lonely on social media here. Yeah, there's really no one saying hi on social media. So please say hi, especially if you're from Rwanda or Australia or or let's say Canada. 
If you, we've had a listen in Canada. We've had some listeners in we Canada. We had a uh, listen in uh, Chile. Uh, we've had yeah. a listen in Greece. We've had a listen in Russia. We had, yeah, we I forget some... where it was in Asia. We had a country in Asia. So, essentially. We've had every continent except for Antarctica. Which we need to get someone there. Absolutely. So They team up for it. They're real chill. Hey, by the way, what's our Ding. what's what's our sister company? Sister, what's our sister? What's our sister city in Antarctica? Um, I think you're gonna be uh, scrounging for a while on that. Why Probably. not just Murdoch Station? Yeah, yeah that could be say, a city. That that one station, or that other station. <laughs> that one place or that other. I, place. I don't think they have governments though. It's gonna be really hard to be a formal That's sister true. city. Yeah, the, the treaty was signed uh, 51 years ago yesterday. Found that out? I don't remember. It's It's been a day, y'all. Peace yeah, out, guys. Have a good evening. Words. Or day or morning or I, whatever it is. It's evening for me. I am relaxed. It is what it is. Bye. See ya. Are you going to stop recording? <laughs>